It's Two Girls, One Broadcast. Hosted by Jack and Katie. In my mind, there was never a doubt that I was going to get better. You know what? Life is so short. You might as well just go ahead and do this and go for it. Be okay with disagreeing with each other. Yes. But understanding why everyone has different opinions. This is a podcast focusing on relationships, sex, wellness, and spirituality. Hello, baby angels. Welcome back. It is Two Girls, One Broadcast. My name is Katie. My name is Jack. I don't know when we started doing that. Good job. (laughs) I just they don't know us. And we have... I'm I'm also here. (laughs) Against my will. (laughs) Oh, my God. We We last minute conned the boyfriend into joining us for, like, the first... 10-ish minutes little bit episode we sat down to record and i was feeling extremely tie tie so then we decided to have a shot and then that turned into a drinking game and then now that turned into the boyfriend joining us for a drinking game so yeah so you know it's december it's time to let loose a little bit in your home yeah i I mean mean, i drink a lot around christmas so exactly i'm not on vacation for like two more weeks but i'm gonna act like i'm on vacation (laughs) exactly don't fire me (laughs) yeah we're gonna start it out good and play a little game of piccolo if you lovely humans listening have never heard of the game piccolo it's an app that you can download on your cellular device (laughs) that um Mm -hmm. gives you prompts basically to answer as a group sociables a lot more random yeah Mm -hmm. and like a little bit funner i think oh definitely your liver is not pickled by now if you download this app, it will not take long. Mm-hmm. Also, funner is not a word. My bad. More fun. It is a word. Are you sure? Also, I need to apologize. This bitch got her braces off this week, <laughs> but now I have two, um, what are they called? Retainers in my mouth, and I still have a little bit of a lisp, so enjoy. And also has like not figured out how to 11 talk. 11-year-old. Yeah. It's hard for me to talk in general, okay? Okay, true. <laughs> All right, <laughs> darling. Why don't you kick us off with the first question or prompt or whatever it is? All right. We'll start this off slow. Okay. (laughs) Jack and the boyfriend drink three times together. Oh. All right. Drink two sips if you've ever thrown away a condom because you unrolled it inside out. I've never used a condom. Oh, wow. (laughs) You've unrolled it inside out? (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot harder than it seems, all right? When you're looking at it, it just looks like a circle with fucking... Well, they made up latex in the middle. I know. Is it really sad that I'm a woman and I'm like, I've never actually put a condom on another human? No. You got to practice on a nanner. <laughs> but I haven't even done that. No, me neither. Okay. I also. We also we only have a mushy nanner downstairs, <laughs> so it would be very hard to put it on a limp nanner. We could freeze it. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't need do one any anymore. Condoms? No. You Why don't have you... any condoms. Oh, I no, I do. The condom but we don't. Person. We don't need to. <laughs> Anyways, moving along. Oh okay, the boyfriend give out two sips to a player less tan than you. This is harassment. This is the most beautiful <laughs> question I've seen in this game. Oh. Um. You know what, Jack? Have at her. Okay. Oh, I'm definitely whiter than Jack, so thank you. I'm gonna take one in solidarity. <laughs> You have some good rules. You guys ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Worship your new god, boyfriend. Wow. For each round, god can give out up to three sips and can refuse all of his own drink requirements. Okay. He has some bullshit. Yeah. All right. Agreed. You know what? We're probably going to forget. That's what always happens. I will not forget. Okay. Kath, you can have three. Wait, I forget what the rule is. 
<laughs> I give out he can basically give out oh, at, okay. to whoever. Boyfriend, give out two steps to a player shorter than you. If it's impossible, drink them. Jack. You gave me the last one. No, he just gave I me just three. Gave three. Oh. You know what? We can't see the screen, so I feel like this is rigged as fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jack, make up your mind. Who do you think is more likely to suffer from premature baldness? <laughs> Kitty or the boyfriend? <laughs> I'm so sorry, honey, but you're already bald. Who said it was anything? Who said it was premature? Well, you, it was premature because you were only 28. I'm going to have three steps. Okay. That. Okay. Big oof. Jack, <laughs> have someone write on your cheek or drink twice. I'll just drink twice. That's no fun. Uh, oh, we have a shot coming. <clears throat> oh. I don't want to do this alone. <sighs> Did anybody bring watermelon juice up? I poured them in here. Oh, okay. Are you going to do one with me? Uh, yeah, that was your volunteer moment. Fuck. Should I just join you guys as well? <laughs> sure. Yes, you should. Oh, God damn. Okay, cheers. Oh. This is a house of death. <laughs> I'm sweating. I should have videoed Katie doing that one. <laughs> I mean, there are there are more. Well, that was not good, friends. That was not tasty. So that was... um. Pink Whitney with like a splash of watermelon juice. Can we go back to doing Bazooka Joe's? I was a little late for that. Okay. I got it. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, girls. If you ever had a vaginal orgasm, drink four times. That's a yes over on these fronts. Although we had a we had a discussion the other day about how Katie was like, I don't think I have. And I was like, pardon me. You have nothing to say for I yourself. I blocked it out. I don't want to remember that oh, person. Okay. <laughs> what? All right. The boyfriend. This is a hard one. This is a very hard one. Okay. Puts a tampon in his or her asshole or drinks four times. Tell me you're doing it. And I'm just gonna, gonna drink four oh, times. Okay. That's yeah. I feel like that deserves a shot. <sighs> four sets. Yeah. I feel like I need friends to do shots with. No. Okay. We... I'm not a. T- I'm not a friend. No. Okay, what are you then? <laughs> We're both not friends right now because we wow. don't want to do shots. Katie's okay. over there trying not to throw up. Yeah, she's still taking the last one down. Okay. It's a voting one. Okay. So we're going to say three, two, one, and vote for either the first option or the second option. Would you rather retire right now with a million dollars or have your dream job for $3,000 per month? Okay, one fuck. for a million right fuck, now. Fuck, 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 fuck. Two for 3000 per month, but your dream job. Okay. No, I don't know. Oh. Three, two, one, go. I retired. I retired too. Yeah, sorry. I make because no, I can. If you I guys mean, retired right now with a million. That's not much to. Yeah, but people that retire still get other jobs when they're retired. Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm pretty really sure retired honest. means no job. No, I'm gonna be real honest here. Yeah. I make more than three thousand dollars a month right now, and I'm broke as fuck. Because <laughs> I had very responsible early twenties. Anyway, this. give okay. me a milli. Yeah, me too. And I'll just work a part time job. Duh. Okay, well, I drank three times. So. Okay. Because I lost that one somehow. Because you would rather. <laughs> um, The boyfriend, give up four steps to a player thinner than you. It's impossible to drink them. Um, I think that would be Katie. I think you're thinner than me. Oh. <laughs> it was the spicy one. Mm-hmm. If you've ever cheated in an exam, drink four times. Okay, that Drinking. pause there before the exam. Oh, sorry. 
I cheated an exam in my fucking French 30 exam. It took you that long to cheat? Man, I used to it let did. people cheat off of me. Yeah, that's what I used to do. No way I needed help <clears> with the French. I'm pretty sure I probably cheated on stuff. Mm. Physics 20, shouts out. All right, Jack, be honest. If the boyfriend killed someone, would you help him or her hide the body? Okay. I'm just going to preface this with the fact <laughs> that the boyfriend asked me this question while we were not playing a game randomly not too long ago. I'm pretty sure it's part of this game. No, I don't think so. I don't think I'm a psychopath. Or maybe I asked you that. I don't remember. Oh we God. had this conversation. I, I don't know why. I wasn't there for this conversation. Are you don't talking know. about me? I feel like no. I wasn't there for that conversation. <laughs> you weren't. There's okay. some collusion going Whatever. on. Whatever. Yes. Oh, wrong answer. <laughs> Give out two. <laughs> Katie, you can have two. What? I would help too. I know you would. Okay, you each can have one. All right. I took two. Boyfriend can still have one. White claws are canceled. I can't do this anymore. Well, they, it is the grapefruit one. They are disgusting. <sighs> They're so flavors. bad. Like, honestly. Yeah. Shout out to our listeners. If you have something that is similar to a white claw but doesn't taste like a white claw, help your girls out. I honestly think if it was just like a white claw with a little bit of juice, it would be fine. Like same alcohol content, but like a little less bubbles, a little more juice. Mm, maybe. maybe a little more calories, but that is fine. Hey, ask me about someone's butthole. Like, let's get a spicy in here. Yeah, did you do the spicy one? Yeah. Oh, but these are like so you're getting spicy. I didn't know what I could talk about. Oh. What? We're on the podcast. Uh, oh yeah, because we don't talk about buttholes <laughs> on this podcast. Okay, I don't know what buttholes <laughs> in there, but butt plugs was. Yeah. I'm joking. Anything. Yeah, you know about plugs getting stuck inside of me, right, hun? What? That yeah. happened? Yeah. You don't remember? Oh, I remember. <laughs> He's like, that was your other boyfriend. myself. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm you... joking. I was going to say, you were barely fly across this couch and jump on you and scratch your eyeballs out. You're flying literally 30 centimeters away. I know. Also, it was basically <laughs> your fault, so. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and who had to clean up the mess? Katie. <laughs> Okay, while you were doing that, I was frantically okay. Googling stuff. Wow. Literally That's helpful. Figuratively. You didn't clean up anything, okay? I cleaned up the butt plug. <laughs> and I tore your room apart. But yeah, well, tore. Yeah, that was pointless because it was. Apart. I didn't touch her asshole. It was all the butt plug. I didn't touch her asshole. Okay. How do we get here? <laughs> I'm this sweating. time we got here. Boyfriend, let someone lick your nipples or drink three times. Who would you like to lick your nipples? I'm drinking three times. Oh. oh. Wow. Wow. I'm not offended, but I'm the offended. The shade. Do you want us to bring the dog in here? Yeah, he'll gladly lick your nipples. No, I'm trying to get him to stop <laughs> licking my nipples. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, go. I'm just sweet. <laughs> Oh, Jack, if having sex with a boyfriend wouldn't bother you, give out forceps. Otherwise. <laughs> Take a wild guess on that one. I get to give out, sorry? You get to give out four. Two to you. No, three to you. Boyfriend, one to KT. All right. Drink twice if you've ever hidden the fact that you've masturbated from your partner. No. 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 They've hidden it from me. me. Have you hidden it from me? What? Have you hidden it from me? <laughs> what are you talking about? Have oh, you hidden it from me? It's not important. It is important. It's not important. Should I leave? What? Tell me. 
What? Have you hidden oh it from God. me? What are we talking about? Are you masturbated? You know exactly what we're talking <laughs> no, about. No, we don't. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> Why would you hide it from her? Never mind. He I'm did not it. Involved. He's fucking I'm with me. God, I knew you took long showers. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know that what? is when Katie, that happened. Here's a question for you. Make up your mind. Who do you think is a good example for all to follow as far as emotional behavior is concerned? The boyfriend or Jack? Okay, well, Jack is my therapist, so I have to pick her. She cried three times during a Christmas movie. Yeah, so did I. That's I good. I don't Feel think your that's feelings. a good example for as far as emotional behavior. Yes, it absolutely think, yes, is. You cry when you need to cry. Yeah. That sounds over-emotional. You, you actually want to get injured. Yeah, like injured. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My two steps. Oh, my God. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> this game has now become life and death. <laughs> Drink two sips if you ever try to pick up someone on the beach. Uh, yeah. I have. Oh, so bold. So See? bold. It kind of worked. We, what, do you want to plug your ears for this one? Oh my god, yes. I mean, we made out in the middle of the fucking ocean. I couldn't tell you which one it is, but it was in Thailand. Wow, damn girl. Yeah. Is it safe? Yeah. Yes. You oh, okay. heard that. I did not hear that. Oh, good oh, thing. Okay. There were a lot of bungholes involved in that story. <laughs> Was there more than two? <laughs> Several. Oh, God. <laughs> Jack, drink four times from the boyfriend's glass. No, thank you. There's literally no other option. Okay, this is where it ends. Okay. Jack is drinking Moscato, mm. so she's not having a good time. Oh, my Good? Yeah, it was good. It's not bad, actually. I don't hate that shit stuff. After the shots. Thank you for joining us for this very fun round of Piccolo. Do you have no words? Um, goodbye. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we are at episode 75, folks. And we thought we just wanted to have a fun one. I can't see you. I need to move. <laughs> <laughs> Look into my eyes. I need to. Otherwise, I'm talking to nothing. Hold on. Let me just Okay, my... So, first, I would just like to say thank you. We are nearing the end of 2020. We made it. We made it. And if you have listened to all of our episodes, you get a platinum star. Oh, wow. And then if you've listened to some, that's okay. You get a gold star. (laughs) And if you've listened... To 10 or less, you get a silver. Oh, I was going to say coal. No, no. Oh, okay. If you listen to five or less, we're skipping right over whatever is below silver. <laughs> I can't think of it. Bronze. Bronze. <laughs> and you get straight coal for Christmas. Okay. Okay. And if you left us a negative review, you get, <laughs> you literally get an actual flaming pile of dog <laughs> shit in your stocking. <laughs> I was going to make an actual thread, but then I thought that was not a good idea. So things are finishing that steam. We will make sure that Santa delivers you some (laughs) steaming steaming diarrhea that's on fire. Oh, my God. And you will not be able to clean that up because there will actually also be a bomb in there. And the (laughs) poop will explode into your house. (laughs) Oh, I can't threaten people with bombs. Even if just made a poop cake. It is a poop bomb. That's all it is. It'll be 
so hot and flaming that it will just like. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, not an actual bomb. Obviously. I was gonna say we could do like a flaming shit trebuchet, but I—that's what I fucking cheated on in physics twenty. So, so you wouldn't know how to make that. No, I don't know how. Okay, okay. I could call up the two guys that made it for me. We're friends with them, aren't we? <laughs> we are. <laughs> People that do your science projects for you, you have to keep them close. <laughs> Legit. Uh, Especially because okay. one of them, I'm assuming, is real good at stats. It, he actually was not involved. Oh, was but he not? No. Oh, okay. Anywho, moving along. Yeah, well, we, that oh. was my way of saying thank you for your support okay. this year. Yeah, poop aside. <laughs> poop aside. Thank you so much. I'm sweating yeah. so much. I have to take off my Santa socks. This is ridiculous. Well, you are wearing like a lot of clothes for inside the house. Is that oh, you're telling me you want me to get one naked? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. I always want you to. Perf. Well, I'm wearing a bra that doesn't fit, so my nipples are pretty much sticking out. So oh. just how I like it. Beautiful. All, All right. right. Anyway, we're in a very silly mood. We mm-hmm. haven't done an episode where we've been blacked out in a while, so we thought we'd get pretty intoxicated. I'm kidding. We've had a few drinks because we usually don't drink much when we record anymore because... I think apparently we all old. know. No, we just have listened back to the episodes where we have been intoxicated and it was. Okay, um... here's my caveat for the year. I actually think this episode was last year, but <laughs> it definitely was last year. It was last year. <laughs> episode nine. I thought it was eight. Oh, is it? I don't know. The Let's Get Naked one, yes. whichever one that is, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, we a little bit of a little bit of a debacle. Down. That one we're very, very drunken. So if you made it through that episode, shit, you are a true two girls believer. This is true. Yeah. Okay, so we wanted to do a uh, two girls wrap up. But we're going to call it unwrapped. Right, because because we are absolutely unwrapped. (laughs) Spotify did their wrap up and we are completely unwrapped. Because I don't think there's anything we haven't talked about on this podcast yeah. at this point. So yeah. here you go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Call I... me a Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> Just smack me on the table. And... <laughs> I can't even finish the joke. <laughs> I love those. Don't make them sexual. <laughs> I've been craving one all week, actually. They're not good. Like, I don't you understand. You like it. No, I ate a piece. You had was, a couple pieces. It was edible. It was edible. Oh, fuck off with your edibleness. <laughs> Damn slut. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, 2020. What the fuck? It's Groundhog Day every day this year. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah. I just made banana bread. I'm like, is it April? Yeah. Well, it, that no, that was when I made banana bread and it sucked and yours was way, way better. Thank you. Yeah. We didn't even eat mine. I did have to call my mother twice while I made it. So, I mean, it's okay. I mean, that's why we love our mamas. I call my mom all the time about food. Yeah, honestly. I'm like, will you come over and cook this raw chicken for me? Because I don't want to. Actually, that is one thing. What? Did your mom come over and cook chicken for you this year? No, I'm fucking joking. Oh, okay. Sorry. I wasn't tracking. Okay. Anyways. Sorry. That is one thing. Like, this year we went very much plant-based. We did. Like, we have had minimal, minimal meat. And I know a lot of people have this, like, theory about the plant-based meat. And um, I give zero fucks about that. What theory? It's that it's not good for you. Well, yeah. If you're getting the stuff that's full of fucking, like... Like, the tofu-based one, I don't think is that good for you because it's super processed and GMOs and all that shit. Oh, but the okay. one that we get has no 
no nothing in it. It's fucking pea protein. Mm-hmm. I'm eating peas. Like, fight me. Legit. Okay. What else could we wrap up about this year? I said I was never moving again. That was a lie. Yeah, here Survey we are. Survey said that was a lie. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we're moving in two weeks. I want to die. Yeah, but it's a good thing. It, it's a good. We thing. are the I act of moving. Just, should we just say we it? We should just say it. It's already basically in the bag. Like, what's gonna happen? Okay. Here's the caveat. We think that we're pretty much close to the end of this thing. We have not been telling all of you about. It has been the most stressed I've ever been in my entire life. Okay, yeah. So, um, if it doesn't happen, just know that that's a possibility. But I guess I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, it's not a possibility because we have everything all set to go. We yeah. just have to sign some papers. So. If this doesn't work out, you will see me in two weeks living in my parents' basement again for the fourth time. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. We are going to find somewhere else to live if this doesn't work out. The Holiday Inn. Yeah. So we bought a house. We did. Ah, we and Jack. We bought a house together. We did. Holy fuck. So yeah, we um we put an offer on it at the end of November, and it's been a very, as Katie said, stressful like few weeks. We'll bet. But possession is December seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, in the next two weeks, we will sign the final documents, uh, with the bank and with the lawyers, so that the land title gets moved to us. And we and will have keys on the 17th. And no money. <laughs> yeah, no money. Definitely no but money. But um, equity. There you go. Yeah. Once we get into the house, the money situation will not be bad. It's just no. the process of getting into the yes, house. Absolutely. It is like I'm hemorrhaging dollars. Yeah. Speaking of, um, I feel like that's valuable content. And therefore, we are going to have mm-hmm. in the new year. I don't know when, but sometime in the new year our lovely long and hard guys on this podcast because Mm -hmm. they are pro realtors and um, the process itself has been crazy for someone like me who's never done it. And um, actually Thomas is our realtor and I couldn't be more honest thankful for that because this poor man, we are texting him him all the time because we're like, what does this mean? What do we have to do now? What's this? What does this mean? Help us out. Like, and he has not complained a single amount of time. He has taken it in stride, and we appreciate him very much. So Yeah, so we'll have an episode about that because um, um, house buying is is no no joke. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's my second time buying a house, but this time was very different. So it'll be interesting to get into that because quite – I feel very – very grown up and I feel like it shows in the wrinkles on my forehead but that's okay I mean the thing is is there's just like a lot of stuff that comes up that you just don't think about and there's a lot to consider when doing this Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that's why we're moving um and yeah I mean I don't like I said I don't really foresee any challenges from here but um in case there is well now you know that uh, we'll be looking for somewhere else to live if it falls through. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep us in your thoughts and prayers. Teas and peas, people. Please and thank you. Oh, that's cute. I stole it from Caitlin Bristow. Oh. <laughs> Love her so much. <laughs> All right. Anything else we need to do a little update on? Um, I'm still in school. Nothing new there. Haven't done anything. Again, nothing new there, Jack. Oh, yeah. Um, in the summer during, like... Well, I guess I would say, like, probably, it probably wasn't the summer. It was probably, like, May-ish. I 
signed up for this life coaching course and because I've always just kind of wanted to do it not necessarily going to have my own business based off of it but I think it's just good good skills to build yeah and I mean like I don't know what to expect I did like a little bit of research before I purchased it and um, it seemed like it was a good course and it was very much on sale I assume due to quarantine across the entire world so um, I purchased it and I haven't started it it is just like do it at your own pace so it's kind of whatever but um, I think that will be a goal for 2021 is that I'll actually do it yeah beautiful mm-hmm. yeah I thought I had till the end of February to finish my courses I do not I have until the end of January so everything's fine I'm only in three courses right now it's fine oh yeah I thought it was end of January oh well yeah I just lie to myself to make things easier. I mean, that's okay. It's stressful to think about doing all of that. I also, like, I went and I looked into the job that I want to get after I finish my master's. Right, yes. And it will pay the same as the job that I will be able to get once I finish my degree. So I'm questioning my Mm. life goals at this point. But I think that satisfaction out of your job is worth way more than the paycheck so I think it'll still be worth it to mm-hmm. continue with school I'm just gonna be in school till I'm 45 it's fine <laughs> maybe like breastfeeding and like writing a final exam so many people do it mm-hmm. yep, I'm very inspired fine. by people that managed to do that actually yes yeah for sure so we got this all right well that's where we're at um we're gonna talk a little bit about some lessons we've learned the past year and a half I guess more just in relation to the pod mm-hmm. itself. Um, yeah, take it away, Katie. Okay. Well, I kind of wrote down stuff that I've learned just like in myself, but I think a lot of it has kind of tied back to the podcast mm-hmm. just in terms of like people that we've met and conversations that we've had and things that have been on my mind for the year and just trying to work on myself. I mean, I think everybody knew that I entered this year with a partner. And I'm finishing this year without a partner. And I feel honestly amazing about that decision. It's weird. Like, I was talking to Jack and I was like, man, I haven't, like, had a boyfriend in, like, this many months. She's like, yeah, but you've never, like, not been talking to someone. I'm like, okay, that is true. (laughs) It is true. Like, I'm 30 years old and I have never had a period of time longer than a few weeks where I wasn't either sleeping with someone or talking to someone or on dating apps or something like I've never taken time to just literally be on my own Mm -hmm. I'm just out here seeking external validation so (laughs) we talk about that in therapy it's fine but one thing that I think I've been a lot more conscious about this year is asking for help Mm -hmm. and I do actually think that the podcast has been a huge thing in making me realize how important that is because I never used to talk about stuff I would keep it into myself like I've told the story before I literally like when I left my ex-husband, I had the conversation with him before I had the conversation with anybody else, which is actually, I think, fairly respectful. Yeah, for but sure. But I called my, a friend the next day and basically said, like, I'm leaving. Can I come stay with you tonight? Like, yeah. it, I just have had this habit of keeping stuff to myself because I don't want to put my shit on other people. Mm-hmm. And it makes it so much harder. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would never hold it against somebody if they came to me with something big that they needed to talk about Mm -hmm. and yet I feel like I can't talk to people about stuff so also living with Jack has been quite amazing for this because I always joke about her being my therapist I try not to like abuse her as like my own personal live-in therapist but (laughs) I do appreciate that I can come and talk to her about ways that I'm feeling and like I can say like I know I'm being irrational but like I need to talk this through and she will always sit with me and allow me to do that so 
very grateful. <laughs> and I think it's been good. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, what else? Another thing I've come to terms with this year mm-hmm. is that I'm my own worst enemy and I make my anxiety worse in many situations. It's funny because like when you're a super anxious person, I think that you procrastinate on a lot of things that make you anxious, mm-hmm. but then the procrastination makes you more anxious and it's this terrible cycle where you just kind of go like down and down. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's something that I'm recognizing I'm trying to be better about. But again, I've been in school for this semester started two months ago and I haven't done anything. <laughs> I mean, I did the same thing. Like, I don't know if it's really because like, well, for me, I guess it wasn't really the anxiety of doing it. It was just like, ugh, I have to like sit down, teach myself this stuff. I don't even know where to start. And the starting is the hardest part, right? Once you get started, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is partially your anxiety too, but I, I do think the whole like trying to learn things on your own without like a professional guiding you can be is hard. difficult. Yeah. Well, and especially when like a lot of us are so drained when we get home from work every day, mm-hmm. the last thing we want to do is sit down and do more work basically in school. Like yeah. it's fucking hard. Anybody that's going to school and working as an adult, like props to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be done though. And it will be done it by will you. Be. It will be. I did it last semester. Yeah, absolutely. I think you'll be fine. It's just the getting started part. That's tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I will probably still procrastinate, but I will not procrastinate until the last weekend again. That will never happen again. Uh, putting this into words yeah. so that I speak it into the universe and it's true because that was miserable. Um, oh, my God. I'm saying the um thing. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, guys. So I have my dog here, um, <laughs> the one that I got with my ex. And um, my ex is out of town this weekend, so... Um, naturally I'm the babysitter and this sweet little boy cannot be separated from his mother and his auntie he is I'm honestly so happy having him here I know he just like he is a 50 pound pity mix and he needs to be on your lap at all times like he is the biggest love bug there ever ever existed I think honestly between the two of us like how many dogs have we fostered like 20 plus and he is the most affectionate dog i've ever fostered yeah oh so if you have a fear of pities come meet my boy honestly i always yeah. think about that i'm like he would be such a good therapy dog mm-hmm. because he's so sweet and he just like ugh, he's so gentle but like so loving mm-hmm. anyway jack told me that her and the boyfriend were talking about fostering once we move into the new house and i was like yes i'm so fucking here for that can we just get a litter of puppies oh like- i just assumed that you were and i definitely think we should get a we should be a whelping home like i really want to experience that i know it's I a know. lot of work not Me at too. first, but eventually it will be. And I think when we it have would be a amazing. finished basement, so we have an actual safe, clean, yeah. good place for a whelping mom. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you guys, I swear to God. If you are interested in fostering and you've been like scared to start, DM us or call yeah. us because mm-hmm. like I just cannot wait to get back to it. It's been how long si- has it been since we had a foster dog? Oh, I haven't had one since. Well, Benson, I guess, would kind of count, but we knew we were going to adopt him. Yeah, and so I think before he that, was my last because yeah. then I was like, you need to adopt him because I can't let him go, yeah. but I can't adopt another dog. Yeah. So that would have been two years ago? Uh, Yeah, almost, I think. Holy shit, that's so wild. Yeah, so it's it's been like probably about three for me, three and a half or four um, with like an official actual dog that I fostered and didn't adopt. 
but yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, like, it's work, right? Because you, you end up with. Oh, it is. You Especially... can end up with, like, some tricky dogs. And even if, like, one comes in and they're like, we don't know anything about this dog. Mm-hmm. Like, you decide to take it on and you don't really know what kind of troubles the dog's been in and what their personality's like. And you kind of have to figure that out. And that is the tricky part about fostering um especially if like they have reactivity issues and Mm -hmm. and things like that and I would say like at least eight out of ten times they do and it's because they come from a very tricky background it's fear and anxiety based Mm -hmm. honestly I've been meaning to do an episode talking about fostering for a long time Mm -hmm. and I think we should in the new year especially once we get our first foster maybe Mm -hmm. we can revisit this because yeah honestly you just kind of have to jump in and it's the most rewarding thing yeah literally ever I love it oh my god I can't I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> We're such grown ups, even though my life is an actual dumb survivor. It like, is not. I know. I feel like it is, but it's not. And this is my issue. <sighs> okay. We'll, we'll talk so offline excited. on why you yeah. feel like offline, it is. But offline. Yes. We'll come little back therapy to that. session while I have a shower and shave things that need to be shaved. <laughs> as I'm just like, I'm not dating. <laughs> anyway, we're in lockdown. Yeah. Don't so, at me. Yeah. <laughs> She just doesn't like to be hairy. She being Katie. Baby seal. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, we got a little sidetrack there. So. All right. Am I still back. just like waxing poetic about yeah. the things I've realized about myself this yep. year? All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that basically every relationship I have ever been in has had a negative impact on my mental health. This is not to shit on all of those guys. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of them that I do shit on. But for the most part, the people that I've dated have been genuinely decent human beings just not the right fit Mm -hmm. so and this is my issue is like they always say like the red flags you notice at the beginning are going to be the reasons why you break up I have proved this over and over again but I have kept myself in these relationships where the problems from day one have been the problems at month nine Mm -hmm. and I stay in it even though I know that it negatively impacts my mental health I know that like a few months after I get into a relationship, if it's not working out, I start going to therapy more and more and more. Yeah. Like I know all of this about me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the reasons why I've been single now since April, March. Yeah. And yeah, I've been talking to guys and like whatever, but yeah. I haven't like committed to anyone because I know that it's something I need to get my shit together in. Mm-hmm. Like I need to stop committing to people that make me miserable. Oh, absolutely. But you just have to find that person. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, the red flags now, right? So it's it's definitely put you in a better s- spot to enter a new relationship, yeah. I think. I do think I'm giving progress. I will give myself that. Yes. I don't think it's as fast as it maybe probably should have been, but I am making progress. And my therapist has confirmed this, so <laughs> it is true. <laughs> and the last thing I think I wanted to say was just about, like, long-distance dating and just, like, trust in dating partners in general mm-hmm. like there's been a lot of things that have happened in my relationships that I don't think are bad but in those relationships were bad the one thing that came to mind was like sharing your location so mm-hmm. I think sharing a location with a partner is like a cute thing especially if you're long distance like I think it's cute for me to be able to like look at the map and be like oh like there they are they're at work or whatever mm-hmm. I've never used it as like a where are they they didn't tell me they were there kind of thing I guess this is like if you have a partner or somebody on like snap map or whatever, and you can see their location, don't like, please don't start fights about it because this was a huge issue for me. And one of my exes is I would, we shared our locations with each other. We were in different fucking countries 
And it's just kind of like nice and comforting to like zoom out on the map and like see them. Mm -hmm. It's nice. Like I don't think that that in and of itself is unhealthy. But there was like one night in particular that I remember me and Jack went out. I told him where I was. I told him who I was with. I texted him throughout the night. I texted him when I got home. Mm -hmm. He was asleep by the time I got home. But when he woke up or whatever and saw the text, I texted him at like 1.40 in the morning that I was home. But my snap map didn't update that I was home until like 3 in the morning. And I was like, I literally don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. I was laying on the front landing with my dog as I texted you. Like, yeah. should I have taken you a selfie? And I think that's the thing that I just want to say is, like, if you don't have trust in a relationship, adding things like that in isn't going to build trust. Technology is, like, not perfect. Yeah. And I just think, I don't know. I don't know what, like, big thing I'm trying to get at here. I guess it's just that that thing. Like, if there's not trust in the relationship, that is your issue. Well, I think, like, as an outsider perspective, I think locations are shared because the trust is already kind of lacking and I don't know if that was necessarily your relationship but I'm just saying well obviously on his part it was and I and I thought that it was just like a cute sweet thing I mean I share locations with friends for like safety reasons Mm -hmm. and yeah I guess now like looking at especially if I was dating somebody that lived here like why would I ever need to share my location with them yeah there's really no reason I just like I'm not that person, though, that goes and, like, stalks social media and, like, checks people's likes and, like, does all of these things because I already have an anxious mind and there's no point torturing myself like that. So I just don't let myself do it. So it's the same thing with maps and whatever. I would never be, like, timestamping somebody's movements throughout the day and been like, you're lying. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it definitely comes from a lack of trust, I think. And with it being a long-distance relationship and not really knowing each other to begin with, I do think that that's what it was. And and maybe you didn't pick up on that while you were in the relationship, but... I definitely because, did after a while. Yeah, but, but the thing again, is, is, that's like, me being like, I'm in too deep now. I, I Yeah. Yeah. I like, love how you. How do you unshare your location too, right? Like We literally did unshare yeah, our locations it, because it he, was like, he was like, it's making me upset. I'm yeah. like, why are you... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. We go all into this. Yeah. I don't know what my whole... Um, of that was but build some trust so you don't have to share your location basically it's the trust thing yeah and like I know some people are like well why wouldn't I share my location and like honestly like whatever works for you works for you mm-hmm. I would never look at Jack and be like well you told me that you went to save on foods to get groceries but like snap map said that you were at the 7-eleven <laughs> so I don't know yeah different things work for different people but I think that's the thing is that I keep coming back to like I'm such like I will put horse blinders on for everything and I will just like barrel ahead because of my feelings for another person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then but you know six, again now, right? Six, nine, 18, 700 months down the line. <sighs> it's the same shit. Different day. Yeah. All right. Okay. So for me, what I've learned about myself this year, um, I looked at Katie not too long ago and I was like, I think even after like lockdowns over and like all the restrictions are over and stuff, like I don't think I'm going to go back to being the same really social person that I was before. And that was like me literally making plans like every other night. And now that I've been in quarantine, I'm just kind of like, it's unnecessary. (laughs) I don't know if it's too, because I'm like in a very committed, like loving relationship and I like to be with him a lot. That could be part of it, too. But, I mean, I think, you know, part of it is realizing just, like, 
life is changing and Mm -hmm. like people that I'm really close with have like families of their own and you know not as much time to just kind of like willy-nilly make plans last minute and be like hey let's go do this kind of thing right and I'm a part of some like really great friend groups but that involves like a number of people that we have to make sure our schedules align and so that kind of impacts it too but like I'm living with my best friend I'm living with my boyfriend and I have like a handful of really close people that I want to see and I'm just kind of like that is what it is and I'm way more content with it than I would have ever been I think you know what's also funny I literally just thought of this is like your Saturn return is coming to a close now Mm -hmm. because you just turned 30 Mm -hmm. and as you get older also your rising sign becomes less prevalent and you're a leo rising mm-hmm. and leos are like social butterflies say, oh, there all the go. attention yeah. so i do see like that makes sense that mm-hmm. that would kind of become less prevalent in your life yeah yeah so definitely feeling that and um you know in in our little note that we write i wrote that um i've been getting good at setting boundaries just in general with people um i will say though i'm not good at communicating them i just kind of like make them in my head and then it just kind of happens because I either like change how I'm interacting with that person or whatever and it just kind of like the chips will fall where they may kind of thing and I'm getting to the point where it's like it's difficult to make really close friendships like I'll meet people and I'm like okay I really like you but like I'm like full (laughs) like my bucket is full kind of thing like it has to be somebody really special I think to come into my life now that would like take up more time than those really close people that I already have if that makes any sense so like I subconsciously kind of set boundaries with newer people and like Katie and I were kind of having this conversation just like it's just kind of like it just happened and Mm -hmm. people come to me for advice and and whatever and chat with me about stuff and like I know who they are and and that's good but like we don't spend a ton of time together other than texting or Instagram DMing or whatever and I've just I'm very very content with that and so I think that's something new for me as well that I've learned about myself I think that's a huge positive thing about you though like I said like Jackie is way more active on like our Instagram like our two girls Instagram she's doing the majority of the DMing with people and I feel like and like when we just talk about like whoever we're talking to throughout the day like Jack is in touch with a lot of people a lot of like very often Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like amazing to me because I've always been a person that like I can have a few people that take up my time and I get overwhelmed with more than that but you're able to have all of these people and it's like you have all of these balls in the air (laughs) and all of these people who like you said like they will trust you and they will like come to you with things and they're always like in touch with you regularly but like it's never to the point where you're having to sacrifice like your own time or the time with the people that are closest to you like I don't know you have this balancing act like down yeah and honestly I don't even know where to say that it started (laughs) it was just kind of like I'm sure it was just this year like I honestly think it's just because of COVID like I don't want to spend time attached to my phone like Mm -hmm. I I even like I often joke like and I would say it's mostly this year that I joke about the fact that like I'll be sitting watching TV with Katie and the boyfriend and I'm like full on in watching the TV like I'll check my phone every once in a while but like these two are staring like they're glued to their screen Mm -hmm. and I'm always like oh it's so fun to hang out with you two (laughs) (laughs) but I just like yeah I don't know this year has definitely changed some things in me and I really hope that like 
if you have felt like this year has been like a major struggle, um, that's totally valid because it has. It but has. I really like I want to challenge you to look within and see what you've learned about yourself. If you haven't already done that, take some time to think about some things that you've seen that have changed within and whether they be positive or negative and if they're negative then work on them and if they're positive then accept them mm-hmm. and know that this is kind of like a new piece of you and I, I really hope that the fact we've been very stuck inside this year or just like stuck with and I shouldn't say stuck but like with a certain amount of people or a certain number of people and that's another thing like we ha- we used to be able to have um, a couple cohorts and like that brought me very, very close to the cohorts that we chose. And I think that was another thing that I'm, you know, extremely grateful for. Yeah. There's, there's ways to look at this year as like a complete dumpster fire that shit on your head, but there's mm-hmm. ways to look at this year and have it not be that. Yeah. I think that like we're able to look at what has gone on this year. Like it's been unprecedented for like our lifetime, our parents' lifetime, or even probably our grandparents' lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's been a lot of shit this year. There's been a lot of bullshit. There's been a lot of people being really fucking shitty. Can I say shit again? Mm-hmm. But, again, like, throughout all of that, like, we grow through pressure and we grow through going through tough times. So, mm-hmm. And if your relationship ended, you know what? Yeah, it sucks. But, obviously, it happened for a reason. And if mm-hmm. you started a new relationship and you made it through this year, like, that yeah. was a good test for your relationship. And quite honestly, you can probably make it through just about anything. Honestly. It's kind of beautiful. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of ways to look at this year other than just negative. Like, mm-hmm. of course, there's always going to be those crap pieces, right? And this year wasn't what we were hoping for. Like, so many people were like, can't wait for 2019 to be over. And little did we know, 2019 <laughs> was a fucking shining star compared to this year. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's true. It's crazy. All right. Well, you want to talk about past things? Yeah. I think there's been a few things. I've just been like very retrospective about this podcast lately (laughs) because yeah, like we're coming to the end of 2020 and it's been like a year and a half since we started. And there's some things that we've talked about. My mom actually brought one of them up to me the other day and I was like, oh fuck. Like I, we say things on this podcast and like we move like episodes coming out once a week like time goes by very quickly and like topics go by very quickly so there were a few things that were kind of like nagging at the back of my mind that I kind of wanted to like revisit the first being I have made some very bitter comments about my exes also in this episode and I think that that first off I think that it's fair and it's valid like everybody comes out of breakups and everyone's gonna feel some fucking type of way about the bullshit that each other put them through I've never sat on this podcast and said like I am perfect I'm the perfect partner and I never did anything wrong I think that I've been very bitter at times when I've talked on the podcast because that's how I was feeling at the time it doesn't mean that anybody I've talked about is a shitty person except for maybe one of them (laughs) yeah like I'm not even gonna let you go back on anything you would have said about that one person like yeah and I've been very quiet about that relationship but I think that's the thing is like I don't I don't want anybody to take the stuff that we've said on this podcast and like take that as gospel I guess Mm -hmm. like we say our piece and like we speak from our own experiences. So sometimes we're going to say shit that the other person probably wouldn't agree with. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like we do our best to make it like a very thoughtful, mindful approach to how we talk about things. But 
sometimes it's just not possible because we're talking about our own experiences and we just yeah can't... and feelings are running high yeah a lot of the time so yeah that's all I really wanted to say was like just because I had a bad experience with somebody doesn't mean that they were a bad person or just because something ended doesn't mean that the entire thing was bad or that they were bad yeah. I'm just like but there are like I w- I'm just gonna say it like there are some situations that we have been through there are bad people out there mm-hmm and we, I'm sorry, but we're not just going to say that people are good to make us look good because we're not talking about bad, bad about people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but some people have done us wrong and they are bad people because of what they did. Yeah. And I think there's a very big difference between being human and making mistakes yes. and trying your best and doing shitty things because you were trying your best in that situation mm-hmm. and being a genuinely shitty fucking person. Yeah. And that's a thing. And there's not a ton of those genuinely shitty fucking people, but we have come across them and we have talked about them. And I, I, I'm not letting you take any of that back. And I'm not either. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that really that one, I haven't really talked about much on this Mm -hmm. podcast because I'm scared to. And like, why is that? Like, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess, I don't know. A lot of people that we know listen to these podcasts and they know our exes Mm -hmm. and for the vast majority of them. They're great people. We just weren't great together. Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of all that I wanted to say. Because there definitely has been some things that I've said on this podcast that came off very bitter. And it was against people that, like, I felt justified in saying it at the time. Looking back, I probably could have been a little bit less fucking harsh. Mm. But we speak. That's the thing is, like, we're recording this in real time. Like, we're speaking about stuff in our own experiences when we're literally, like, going through hard shit. Yeah, and I don't think, honestly, that our audience would appreciate if we like sugarcoated it or exactly spoke around the truth right like they want to hear like people come to listen to this because we do we're just we're blunt like Mm -hmm. and I think I've made you a little more blunt especially I needed to be yeah I needed to be because I've been a literal walking doormat (laughs) I just had like a picture in my mind of a doormat like standing (laughs) up and walking like the magic carpet and Aladdin all right um one other thing that's been bothering me is, like, we talked briefly about OnlyFans recently, and I kind of said, like, I wouldn't be comfortable with a partner that was on OnlyFans because you can, like, DM people on there and stuff like that. And, like, it didn't sit right with me when I said that, so I wanted to take some time to think about it and kind of come back to it. And I think that the reason that I have these issues, it comes back to trust mm-hmm. because I've been in relationships with people that I didn't fully trust. Not all of them, but a significant amount of them were people that I didn't fully trust, and that is a thing. Following somebody on OnlyFans really is no different than following the same person on Instagram. You can DM people. You can interact with them on all of these different social media platforms. There's no difference. There's girls posting, like, titty pictures. Fuck, I post fucking shit on my Instagram that, like, mm-hmm. guys can interact with me. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> that is the thing is, like, it's a trust thing. So everything is situational. Everything is based on the relationship that you are in. Everything is what you are comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like if I was in like a super healthy, comfortable relationship with somebody that I fully, fully trusted, I would have no problem with them subscribing to an OnlyFans as long as it was fully like I knew, like it, as long as there were no secrets, there was nothing being hidden and there's nothing shady. And I think that the reason that I was having an issue kind of coming to terms with that is because I don't feel like I've had a relationship where I would fully trust somebody to be like that. So I think that's the thing. Yeah, and I think that's fair. Um, I saw this, whatever, if you will, call it a meme, but it wasn't really. It was just kind of like this guy that I think had tweeted, and I saw it on Instagram, and basically he said, you know, 
watching porn or like paying mm-hmm. for and subscribing to porn is that big corporation, big business mentality. Mm-hmm. If you're supporting someone on OnlyFans, then you're supporting a small business. Mm-hmm. Which is so, so true. Exactly. And we've said it before. Like, we support sex workers and we support ethical porn. Mm -hmm. And I would so much rather have somebody supporting somebody on OnlyFans who runs their own shit, gets their own pictures done, like, runs their own social media, all of these things, rather than somebody who's being taken advantage of by a big company who's not producing ethical porn. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to read on that as well then because I think I said the same thing. But after I saw that little you know light bulb come on after I read that I was like yeah yeah that is 100% true and we should be supporting small right now because they're the ones that are struggling yeah and I would say that there are probably a good chunk of those people on OnlyFans because they need to make money well that's the thing I was like I very much value Twitter for this because they're it's not like you're speaking into an echo chamber there's so many different perspectives out there and yeah like there's a lot of people on OnlyFans to pay for food, pay for medicine, Mm -hmm. pay for their student loans, or just to make extra money. It literally doesn't matter why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. It's literally, yeah. Anyway, we support sex workers. That's all we were trying to say. Support the small businesses, people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I know that, like, after we did that episode, I, like, was uncomfortable after. And I was like, I know that there was a reason why, and it's because I hadn't, like, really had an honest talk with myself about why I said I was uncomfortable with it. So that's fair. I really wanted to revisit that because... It's important. Yeah, I think that's fair. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. What else? Spirituality and religion. I wanted to revisit. My mother recently said to me something about, I think she was about like a story from the Bible or something. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. You don't want to talk about God. And I felt really honestly sad in that moment that I had made her feel like I was like, not open so to hearing, not open she, to hearing about yeah. it. I mean, we did the episode where we talked about like organized religion kind of earlier on. And I mean, I've had a struggly time with organized religion since I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And I think that my relationship with like spirituality and like my relationship, what I think God is like all of these kind of things is like continually changing. And I think that that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I just don't want anybody to feel like we're like shitting on anything in particular or like shutting anything out or like looking down on people for their views. Like I honestly truly think that like if you're in any way spiritual or religious all of these things are so intersectional and we're all basically talking about very similar things Mm -hmm. unless you're using your religion to like weaponize against people. Yeah. But yeah. 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 No, we're open to everything. We're just, exactly. We just don't practice the worship of God and that's okay. And it's okay if you do like, we've never ever tried to say that we are like right poo poo on other religions like we just it's not what we practice and that's it and we're okay if you do yeah I think some of the stuff I said in that episode maybe came off badly because I've had such a hard time like I grew up very religious I went to Sunday school every mm-hmm. week like but yeah I think it's yeah it's interesting because like my view of like God or like what most people would call God like I just think that I have a a, a different view of what that is Mm -hmm. like I don't see it from a like secular Mm -hmm. lens but like I do anyway yeah yeah the last thing I had on here was just conversations about sex and I just want to double down for the 30th time that we are (laughs) proud that we talk about sex sex openly and honestly Mm -hmm. and if you're uncomfortable with it I respect that you don't have to listen but I think that it's super important 
we'll get into more stuff in the new year. I think about tough conversations like this. It just mm-hmm. takes a little while to work up to each one, but mm-hmm. like I know what repression does to a person and what shame does to a person mm-hmm. and it's fucked up and no one should feel repressed or shamed to talk about anything regarding sex or their feelings or anything like this or mental health or anything. So mm-hmm. I think we really just wanted to quadruple down on that, that yeah. we're, we're standing by that. Like we're not changing that. So if this isn't for you, that's okay. But 100%. we're here to openly talk about pretty much anything and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think some people don't even feel like they can talk to their friends about that. And I feel bad mm-hmm. because I've, I've been there too. Like, I feel like I couldn't talk to anybody and like nobody should have to feel like that. So no. if we're able to talk about it and nobody around you is comfortable to talk about it, then great. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you have an outlet. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. I say absolutely a lot. <laughs> I say yes, absolutely a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you do on your 2020 goals? I should have gone and listened to this episode because I literally couldn't find them written down. I think that one of the main things I wanted to do for 2020 was stop being a doormat, basically. Like, I wanted to stop, like, making decisions because of what other people wanted. Mm -hmm. And I do think that it's been a long time coming and it's taken me a while to get here. I think I'm slowly getting better. And I've been very much practicing boundary setting. Mm -hmm. I think that the thing – I was talking to Jack about this the other day, actually, is – I think I've gotten a lot better about boundary setting when people are exhibiting very unhealthy, toxic, like abusive behaviors. Cause I used to just sit back and let those roll over me too. Those I've gotten a lot better about addressing and saying, fuck no, I'm not dealing with this anymore. This is not okay. And I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. It's the lesser stuff that I need to deal with now. Yeah. It's those littler things that are not overtly toxic and abusive, but they're still kind of like these insidious little they're still unhealthy. They're just not like hit you over the head unhealthy. Those yeah. are the things that I need to start addressing now. Yeah. So mine was not letting things that I won't remember down the road cloud my mood and thought. Mm-hmm. Moods and thoughts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> multiples. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly think I have humbly <laughs> excelled at this. I have not found myself really upset about little things that I won't remember because I honestly don't even know what I could pinpoint right now. Um, Obviously there's been some things, but I think those have been um, like significant enough to remember and or Mm -hmm. work through um, and have worked through, you know, all of them. But um, yeah, you know, without getting into too much detail, I think I've done pretty good at this and I mean, part of it, I think, is just making, like, a really realistic resolution and only making one. Mm -hmm. To be fair, I did make another one, and it was read more, and I have severely sucked at that. So I will (laughs) admit I have not read, and I have tried. Like, I've made it probably, like, a quarter of a way through a book, Um, and that would say – I would say that's a little bit of progress for me, but – yeah, reading was just – it's just – I don't know. It's just never been my thing, so I just don't think I can – Put that as a goal. Yeah. Like, I think it's just something that has to come when it does. And, like, I do read sometimes, but not often enough for it to be, like, a resolution. So, yeah, that one I definitely did not um, succeed at, but I did succeed at the first one. And so, you know, going into 2021, just really think about what you're going to set as a goal for yourself. And I would recommend only setting one or two. And, like, they can be big. And honestly, like, the not letting things cloud my mood and judgment and thought and whatever, that that's big for me. Like, that that mm-hmm. was big because I wasn't 
for a long time able to really control how I reacted to things and I wasn't able to think through them before I reacted and I have gotten way better at that. Yeah, I think people always talk about setting like concrete goals, which I think can be good, but like I think for us this year, like we both set very behavioral goals, like very mental health based, very Mm -hmm. like, and we were the only ones that were going to keep ourselves accountable basically. Like, but I think it's funny because like, well, for me, I go to therapy like once a month and like I told my therapist, this is what I want to focus on. Every month I'm coming back and I'm reporting back on how I'm doing on this and we're talking about it and we're talking about things that I did great on and things that I could have done better on. And like the more and more that you do that, the more that you build on it and the more that you build that muscle and it just gets easier and better. And I will say like this girl is the most resilient bitch. Like honestly, you were a goddamn rock this year. (laughs) I mean always, but you really, it's true. Like I've noticed, I've known this girl for more than half of our lives Yeah, and the growth that I have seen in her is truly unbelievable she made me pee my pants laughing when I was 14 and she did it again today so like that is still there but I truly like I feel like a mom almost even though I like am in no way a mom figure to you but I'm just like it's so beautiful that I've like seen you grow up I don't know yeah amazing oh yeah since you met me to now significant changes Mm -hmm. there are some things that still ring very true from the day we met till now but yeah, there's some some really important things, I think, that have grown over the years. But I would mm-hmm. say most growth has been done within the last, like, two to three years. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's a great thing to think about is, like, if you want to set goals and they're kind of these, like, intangible things, mm-hmm. like, not letting the little things get to you or setting boundaries or whatever it may be, yes, you can't, like, quantify it. You mm-hmm. can't, like, take a measurement of it. But if you find a way to keep yourself accountable and like check in with yourself regularly throughout the year, you can actually get better at stuff like that. Yeah. So I I really like that because I think when I was younger, what were my goals? I'm going to work out four times a week. I was going to say. And I always failed up at those and I always felt fucking shitty. Yeah. I honestly like, I really want to encourage all of you to not make that your goal for 2021 because hi, I'm sitting here telling you that I have for sure gained weight during this quarantine. Mm -hmm. And that is truly to no fault but my own. And it is what it is. And I haven't been sitting around being like, I fucking hate myself for doing that. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, I do from time to time be like, wow, I'm like fat now and I'm guilty for that. I know I'm not, but I've gained some weight and it does bother me, but I'm not going into 2021 being like, I'm going to work out three times a week because what you're doing is now going from eight months of basically doing next to nothing and part of that, the gyms were closed and how many of you don't like working out from home? A lot of you we can speak to that. We don't really like it Mm -hmm. either. So don't set yourself up in the new year to be like, I sucked at 2020 and here I am now I need to lose 20 pounds. Like that's not a good way to start your 2021. And I just, I really don't want you guys to do that because I just don't want to see you beating yourself up for not reaching an unattainable goal. Like you can't go from Mm -hmm. doing nothing to working out three, four times a week unless you're very, very disciplined. And if you are props to you, but if you're not someone that's ever been like that, don't set yourself up for that. I think that's the thing is like thinking about how you're framing your goals. Are you framing the goals in like a punishment way or Mm -hmm. are you framing the goals in like an, I want to be better way. So like 
I didn't work out enough this year either. I could make a goal for the new year. Like I want to get outside more. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy moving my body more. Yes. I want to focus on treating my body right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to set like quantifiable goals, numbers, amounts, minutes, like that kind of shit just makes me feel so shitty. But if you're checking in with yourself regularly and holding yourself accountable in a healthy way, I haven't gone outside today. I know I'm going to feel better if I go outside. That is healthy. Yeah. And like those things build on each other and those things are sustainable. Mm-hmm. Being like, I'm going to go to yoga three times a week and I'm going to go lift at the gym four times a week. That for most of us yeah. is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And you're framing it in a negative way. So I guess that's, I don't know. It's funny because like a lot of the guys that we know are like, you just got to do it. Just go and yeah. do it. No yeah. excuses. And I'm like, if that works for you, great. That makes me feel like shit. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Do what so, works for you. Yeah. When you're setting your 2021 goals, just make them a little more open. You know, it doesn't have to be this or that. Like what Katie just said, like, mm-hmm. I want to get outside more. And like, yeah, the beginning of the new year is probably going to be fucking freezing and you're not going to want to go outside. So maybe make that something you start doing when it's not minus 30 or 40 outside or whatever your weather is if it's cold. But just make them a little more open and hold yourself accountable it doesn't have to be something that's like tangible and you're like look at your best friend and be like I need you to make sure that I go to the gym three times a week or Mm -hmm. I read you know 20 minutes a day like you know things like that but if you're disciplined definitely go for it if you're not then set something that's realistic so you can actually feel good about what you've done for yourself yeah Mm -hmm. I think that intention is everything and then like the way that we think about things is everything yeah so, yeah, I think – I don't know what my goal for the new year is going to be. Yeah, I don't I'm know I'm going to keep either. the same goals, and then I'm going to add – I'm going to I'm gonna level them up. Okay. okay. I think. All right. And that's the thing is, like, it doesn't have to be a quantifiable thing. You can still hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's true. Absolutely. I like it. Okay. I said absolutely again. So, <laughs> that's the Things alcohol think speaking. Um, we are going to finish off this episode with – a Starcast segment as we always do, but I do know there are a handful of you that do not listen past this, this portion part. of the episode. So um, we will be the first to tell you that uh, this is the last two girls episode of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Of 2020. Um, we need a break. We're going to be moving. Yeah, I think it's just honestly, it's more about the break. Like we've been, we haven't missed a week since we started, mm-hmm. I don't think. And it's just, it's time for us to just really enjoy the end of the year, enjoy mm-hmm. the holidays, not have a planned episode, you know, and we'll obviously come back for you in the new year. Like that's the the plan. And we're going to take, you know, the time that we're taking off and plan out some some good shit for for all of you and you know we've been doing this for a year and a half now mm-hmm. um I don't want this to get repetitive and I do sometimes worry about that and you know there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you guys probably don't know about that goes into putting you know the thought and time and and energy and editing and all that that goes into doing a podcast and don't get me wrong we absolutely love it but Mm -hmm. we just want to make sure that we are showing up for you in the best way possible and that's not having you know back to back to back episodes of us just shooting the shit shit. and like those are okay every once in a while but Mm -hmm. 
We just want to make sure that we're giving you the content that you want. And I know we give a call out almost every episode for ideas, but seriously, take some time over the holidays if you are like a loyal listener and someone who really enjoys us and give us that feedback and give us some content that you want to hear so that we can actually deliver it for you because we're here for you Mm -hmm. ultimately. And we've said this before, but like there are some topics that we would really like to get into that our outlook on these topics is not what matters. And we need other people's voices to have the conversations that really need to be highlighted, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be coming from us. So, yeah, so if, if you have people too, right? Like yeah, if you have if you guys content, have anybody, even yeah. this doesn't have to be somebody who is an influencer or a podcaster or a YouTuber or anything. If you have somebody that you know, or if you are somebody and you have, you want to share your voice and you have like an opinion or an experience or whatever that you would like to talk about, we are open to literally anything. Mm-hmm. So don't be scared to slide in those DMs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move into StarCast. All right. So welcome to Sagittarius season. I don't know if you've been feeling a little fire lit on your butt because <laughs> Sagittarius is a fire sign. I actually kind of like this feeling. We went from Scorpio, which is water sign, mm-hmm. into Sag, which is a fire sign. And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of like liking this little slip and slide into a fire pit. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I like it. So Sagittarius season started on November 22nd. It's going to go until the 21st. I read something so cool today. So if you're not super familiar with the constellations. So the Sagittarius constellation is a centaur, obviously, and it's pointing an arrow. If you trace where the arrow points, it goes directly into a star called Antares, which is located in the heart of the Scorpio constellation. So Sag is literally shooting Scorpio in the heart, oh but it's God. not like a bad thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So Antares is a star. I got all this information off foreverconscious.com, by the way. Check them out. Antares is a star associated with the deep pains of the heart. So it can bring destruction and death, but also the chance of a grand rebirth that is led by the heart. And Scorpio is totally the sign of like, rebirth yes like Like a phoenix rising rising from the ashes and phoenix fire sad yeah Mm -hmm. oh my gosh just love it love it love it love it so they said having the wise sagittarian centaur pointing his arrow towards antares is our key to unlocking the deeper messages of sagittarius season (laughs) i just love this so Sagittarian energy is defined as being optimistic, abundant, expansive, and adventurous. And while all of that is on offer to us under the Sagittarius sun, there's also an opportunity here for us to align our own arrow and fire straight into the heart of our own fears and anxieties. Sagittarius season, we are combating our fucking anxieties and we are lighting them on fire and chucking them off a cliff. You know what? That's funny because I did not know that it was pointing at Scorpio. My parents are Scorpio and Sag. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. My dad is a Sag and my mom is a Scorpio. There is very much something to be said about neighbor signs like that. Yeah. Interesting. My mom is Pisces and I'm an Aquarius so we're like neighbor signs mm-hmm. and I feel like this I mean Ingrid's no I'm obsessed with my mom <laughs> but like I feel like this crazy deep like connection between us because of that mm-hmm. and my dad is a Sag so a little uh. Oh yeah I think our dads are close in birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love it. Sag can be quite, I don't want to say chaotic because that's not right. Chaotic is what I think about when I think of Aries, but in like the best way. Mm -hmm. Sag, it just is, it's a very like fiery, impulsive sign. But I love the idea of just like 
tackling your insecurities and your anxieties and saying, fuck you, I'm going to overcome you. Yeah. And what a way to end off the year. Honestly. And start out the new year, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when it's usually cold as shit at this time of year. We're having a very mild winter so far, knock on wood. Yeah, legit. I still managed to have my car not start the other day. I blamed. Because uh, you left the light on. Yeah. It was my own fault. <laughs> <laughs> so that website that I quoted before, what's it called? Forever Conscious. I like just found this website today and I quite love it. So they said, this Sagittarius season, think about how you can keep your arrow pointed in the direction of your heart. Allow yourself to be led and guided by love, passion, and joy. If fear and anxieties arise, recognize them as keys that will guide you as to what is holding you back and what you are learning to transcend. I just like love this message so much. Mm -hmm. And then did you want to talk quickly talk about Saturn and Aquarius? Okay. So I love Saturn. I feel very connected to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to say Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, I think. But I don't know. Anyway, Saturn is returning to Aquarius on December 17th. And Saturn, like this is a sign where it's very much at home in. It's going to be here for two and a half years. And Saturn just seems to me like we always talk about like Saturn returns and stuff like that. Like I just feel like Saturn has a very profound impact on us. And from everything that I've been reading from like Astro Twitter, Saturn in Aquarius is going to be very good for like all of us. And I'm very excited. <laughs> I, was on, I think I went on Cafe Astrology and they said Saturn in Aquarius is dignified and functioning well. This mm. is a time to, for turning a critical eye to our dreams, hopes, goals, contributions, social structures, social lives, friendships, and community involvement. Nice. I also I have your your horoscope for the oh, yeah. whole for the whole Saturn transit through right. Aquarius. Okay, so for Scorpio, home, family, personal, and nurturing or sustenance matters are areas that require increased discipline, realism, tradition, and structure, which okay. I find interesting considering new home, mm-hmm. new new family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I yeah. am the child. <laughs> And then yours is a time of increased personal responsibilities, attention to detail, and efforts to maintain and improve health and personal affairs. You are challenged to become more efficient regarding energy levels and time management. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. You definitely could use that. (laughs) Oh, bitch. (sighs) Oh, my goodness. Well, uh... Like a million times over, thank you. Honestly, thank you guys. Yeah, we hope that the, you know, remaining three weeks of 2020 is, you know, nothing but as stellar as it can be. And, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you are, make the best of Christmas, no matter what restrictions are in place. Mm-hmm. Um, it may suck and we don't know what's coming for some of us, but... You know, you just, you really have to make the best of it. Christmas is my, both of our absolute favorite Favorite. seasons. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we love being surrounded by family and spending time together and whatever that looks like, we're just going to make the best of it. And I really want to encourage you all to do the same. It's, it's one year, like it's, it's one Christmas, right? And I just keep reminding myself of that because if I can't be with my family, yeah, it's going to suck. Like, it's absolutely going to suck, and no one's going to feel good about that. But I am at home with two people that I love very much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you got to be thankful for what you have. And, yeah, I can't say it enough. Like, we don't know what it's going to look like here in Alberta. But if it, if whatever comes and, it you know, you don't like it, 
you know, just try and make the best of, of what you have. And, mm-hmm. you know, next Christmas will be amazing. And, you know, if you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever the holiday season looks like for you, you know, same thing, you know, just make the best of it at home with, with who you have in your home. And, you know, where we live, if you live alone, you are allowed to go be with, you know, two people and you got to make the best of that too. So we'll see what, what comes of it and wherever you are, just, just enjoy the the holiday season. I'm really looking forward to just having time off work, honestly. Yeah. I'm feeling very, very grateful this season that my chosen family is so amazing Mm -hmm. because it's shitty because my parents are like literally a block away and I can't go like be with them mm-hmm. right now. Like, yeah. If you guys are looking for a holiday cocktail, me and my mom's shit is <laughs> Grand Marnier and Bailey's over ice. Drink that and think of us because I want to be drinking that with my mom right now. And yeah, it's shitty that like you, you know, like in this COVID land, like we're so close, but so far. Mm-hmm. So Jack's right. Like the biggest importance is keeping each other safe right now Mm -hmm. so this year has been really fucking tough but Mm -hmm. we're gonna make it through and all the high hopes for 2021 and things getting better and being able to be with the people that you love and in the meantime thank fucking god for zoom and discord and whatever you use to connect with your people (sighs) but you know make use of that and honestly like you know fuck it it's covid drink eat Watch all the Christmas movies. Enjoy mm-hmm. yourself in in the comfort of your home. And, you know, like we've been binging Christmas movies probably since like the middle of November. So yeah, I, I give you all the power to do it. I mean, it's December now. So if you haven't started watching them, seriously, what is wrong with you? They are the best. And mm-hmm. Christmas Chronicles, hands down, Yo. 10 out of 10. Would recommend both of them. Obviously, the first one's better, but both are good and yeah, just like the give it a go. Has Netflix has tons. Yeah, <laughs> the second one has. Elves. That is one thing I will say is like Christmas doesn't look the same this year. So I think we made an extra effort. We put up decorations early. We have been watching a shit ton of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. We've been being festive as we fucking can and listening to Christmas music. And like we're just doing what we can to keep some realm of normalcy and like enjoy ourselves, mm-hmm. even though it's not how we would love for Christmas to look. But we're doing the best that we can. And yeah. I feel very blessed. So. Me too. And one last thing um, in Edmonton, and I'm sure in Calgary as well, but in Edmonton, uh, there's lots of different light things you can go to. And uh, quite a few of them are just in your car. You don't have to get out. Oh, yeah. You get to be warm. You know, they charge a fee, but a lot of them are based off a of charity that you're giving to when you purchase a ticket. And I just went to the Castro one um, this week and it was so cute. It was 25 bucks for the car. So, you know, if you have kids or whatever, you can pile into the car and go see it. And yeah, it's adorable. Um, I know there are other ones too. You just got to look them up online. But yeah, just, you know, make the best of it where you can. And the ledge has lots of lights and you can absolutely Mm -hmm. social distance. You'll be outside. Victoria Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's lots of great things to do. So Especially um, while it's warm like this. I was going to say our mild weather makes it so much better. So Mm -hmm. yeah, just just make the best of it as best as you can. And um, as always, we love you guys and we want nothing but the best for you. And we hope that, you know, you ring in the new year with the people you love and it's it's better than what you're probably thinking it's going to be and mm-hmm. just know that you know you, you can make the best of 2021 and it's definitely i think going to be better than this year so i think even so. if it's not from the beginning but i think summer we'll see a little bit of normalcy here last thing i want to say is as 
tough as 2020 has been for all of us, charities are hurting because people haven't had as much to give and they haven't been able to take physical donations. The food bank got 10 times less than what they usually do. So if you have anything left in your budget for the rest of the year to give, try to find a local charity that you can support because they are hurting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like it's impacting them tenfold. So Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. We love you guys so much. We hope that the rest of your year is beautiful and safe and healthy. And we will not see you next Tuesday, but we will see you on a Tuesday sometime in the beginning of January. On a Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, tacos. Bye.